And if we are to know God, then we have to look at Christ. Because Christ is the image of God. In other words, he is the visible part of the invisible God. In the beginning is where I had said we're going to go. And today now we, 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 we're just about to begin uh, this session. Uh, John, we look at John chapter 1 and we'll look at Genesis chapter 1. And these two books are very common because they begin with in the beginning. Right? See, Genesis 1 talks about in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. John chapter 1 says in the beginning uh, was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. Now, here's an uh, interesting thing. There are 66 books in the Bible, right? Now, we know that there are 39 and 27. Uh, 39 in the Old Testament and 27 in the New Testament. But here's the thing, brothers and sisters, that if you, ta if you take out all the historical books and group them together, you'll actually find that there are 42 historical books all the way from genesis all the way to matthew mark and luke because they give a historical account of jesus christ right but when it comes to john something happens that the deity of christ the de the the deity of christ now is unraveled okay it's unraveled and in the beginning was the word when john is writing that he's giving deity to christ so when you, when you look at the books that talk about the deity of Christ, they are 24 from John until Revelation. Those are 24 books. When you look at the historical books and that give historical accounts, you actually see that they are from Genesis all the way to Luke. And they are 42. And you actually see that the scriptures, it's very interesting that 42 and 24 books. 42 and 24 books. And you actually find that the number 42, because we said we are of the 42nd generation, then those books describe our history even before we were born. Amen? Let me not labor on that. John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, and darkness does not comprehend it. Let me read. Uh, let's, let's go to Genesis chapter 1. Now we'll do some comparisons as we read. Okay. Alright, so Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light, and God saw, God saw the light, and that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Now, if we look at John chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 1, or even flip them, Genesis chapter 1 and John chapter 1, 
Both paint a scenario of a place that had succumbed to darkness. Both put God at the creation of the creation of heaven and earth. In John chapter 1, John inserts Christ at creation. He actually gives us the revelation that Christ was there at creation. Okay? And Genesis inserts the spirit at creation. In other words, when we combine both books, John chapter 1 and, and Genesis chapter 1, we see three characters. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. Because now, if we combine, if you want to look holistically at the creation account, then you need to look at both the Old Testament account and the New Testament account. Because there are three New Testament accounts that assign Christ being present in the beginning. Praise the Lord. All right. Now, both talk about light, both talk about darkness. So what is light and what is darkness? Light is not this reflective. That's, he wasn't talking about natural light, right? What is this light that he often talks about? What is this darkness that he often talks about? And we're going to define it. And there's a definition from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse, chapter 4, sorry, verse 3 to 6. What is this light that he's talking about? Verse 3, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Verse 4, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So what light is this? God said, let there be light. What light is this? That the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God should shine unto them. For we preach, verse 5, not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So in Genesis, when God said, let there be light, and he separated the light from the darkness, what was it? Darkness means gross ignorance about the glory of God. Light means the knowledge of the glory of God. That is what he meant in Genesis chapter 1. Because we see that the sun was created in later verses in Genesis chapter 1, according to that account. But God said, let there be light. And when he's saying, let there be light, he's saying, let there be a full disclosure to these created things about who I am. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God said, let there be a full disclosure to every created thing about me. And if we are to know God, then we have to look at Christ. Because Christ is the image of God. In other words, he is the visible part of the invisible God. If you want to know God, then you have to know Christ. He is the visible part of the invisible God. And many of us make the assumption that we know Christ. We know a historical Christ. 
we know about a man he died on the cross but that was Christ who was if we are to know Christ who is then you will if you want to know the father you have to go through Jesus and Jesus did say that I am the way the truth and the life praise the Lord who is the producer of darkness second Corinthians tells us that the producer of darkness is the God of this world who has blinded the minds of them that do not believe so right now there, there are even some of us who are watching and they do not believe because they are blinded they cannot see but when God commands light to come the first light that hits you is the light of the glorious gospel of Christ Jesus and the second light that hits you is the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ praise the Lord Whew. so there is two types of lights and they build upon each other the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God and the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ praise the Lord Colossians chapter 1 verse 9 to 20 says for this cause we also since the day we heard it do not cease to pray for you and desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God this is the second bit he's talking about the knowledge of God knowledge of his will in verse 9 knowledge of God that strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness giving thanks unto the father which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light what are you talking about we are partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light and what is that light the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of his son Jesus when when we say light hits you and that light was the life of men John chapter 1 that light was the life of men then you have life if you have the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ not practicing religion but walking in the light means that I'm walking in the revelation of Christ who is. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Being delivered from the power of darkness means that we are no longer functioning from that which Adam chose. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We are no longer functioning from being disconnected from God. Because the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that do not believe. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. In whom we have redemption through his blood and even the forgiveness of sin. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. 
For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things. And by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all the fullness dwell. Whew. That it pleased the Father that in him should all the fullness dwell. The knowledge, light, is the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. That if you finally begin to see Christ as the Father sees His Son, you finally begin to see the Christ who is and is to come. You finally begin to understand the fullness of the Godhead, Godhead dwelt in Christ. That Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, the Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Jireh, all of that was put in Christ. This is why you will not see those names of Jehovah being mentioned in the New Testament because the fullness of him was put in Jesus. And when I cry at the name of Jesus, all knees shall bow. That when I say Jesus, everything that I need to be done everything that I need at that moment to be done if I need healing if I need uh, provision if I need all I need to do is call on the name of Jesus because he is the fullness he had the fullness of God placed inside of him I want you to begin to read the scriptures exalting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior praise the Lord for it pleased the father that in him should all the fullness dwell praise the Lord now that we know all of this, and as, as I said, we are going to now go now into the scriptures from Genesis 1, 2, 3, because that's very important for all of us to understand. Now that we all know all this, we began talking about a great company, uh, Psalm 68, verse 11. The Lord gave his word. Great was the company that published it. Now God is giving his word through this 21 days of Rema and many other sources. Okay. What will you do? And the question I pose to you as we close today is from Isaiah chapter 6. In Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8. And verse 8. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Who shall I send? Who will go for us? Then, I, then said I, Here am I, send me. You are part of that apostolic prophetic company that will go for him. When in Isaiah, he's, he asked, who shall go for us? Genesis 1.26, he says, let us make man in, a, in our image and likeness. That is the same us he's talking about. Who will go for the Father, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit? Who will go for their intention and purposes? Who will go for him, for his plans? Who will go for us? Great is that company. And I pray that you will be translated into that great company who will go for Christ. Whew. Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. And I pray 
that as you rewatch this, because you need to rewatch this, you can't get all of this in one sitting. There is a lot to chew. As you rewatch this, that now that the scriptures will begin to get um, opened up to you, that you begin to see connecting here and there, connecting revelations, connecting as the Spirit begins to teach you and school you, that you begin to do that. That that as you walk through the scriptures, as you walk through the scriptures, God will begin to speak to you and will begin to, because he daily loads us with benefits. He daily loads us with things that we are supposed to be doing for his kingdom, with things we are supposed to be publishing. As, as you rewatch this, I pray in Jesus' name that revelation, shall, revelation knowledge shall hit you and that light shall shine in your heart. That the knowledge of the glory of God shall become something that you cannot live without in Jesus' name. We, we who followed after Adam could not live outside of, you know, uh, environments the right environments being set up we'll look at that tomorrow but we who are of the last adam who is christ jesus this is our environment to be in christ christ in us and we in christ that is the mystery of the scriptures so god bless you so much and god keep you in jesus name amen so that's it from us from the perfect week be sure to follow us on all our digital media platforms. The links will be provided in the description. See you next week.